back to another episode of Stand Up But Please Fit In. Happy March and I am finally back in Japan. I hope everyone was doing well for this past month in February. I know I was basically in the sun for the whole month.、Um, for those of you, if you're new to this podcast, I was just in Thailand and India for the past month. I live in Japan and yeah, I was just、um, kind of taking another vacation. So I was on pause with this podcast for a month and I'm back, ready to go. So, also, update about me I have basically like a month till I go back to work, two, three weeks till my son goes to nursery school. So, that's kind of Like, interesting thing that's happening. And next week, my friend is coming f- from US, and I'm going to be going to another country for the last time, probably this year. And I'm going to be traveling、um, domestic in Japan. So, it's going to be another hectic month for me, but I'm actually excited because, you know, I don't get this opportunity and I get to do this with my child. So, it's an interesting experience. For me to travel with my child. Actually, I'm probably gonna be talking about traveling with your child in some episode. I think it'll be like a good topic to, for people to listen. I know for those of you who don't have a kid, you know, I, when I first had the child, I did mention in the podcast that I don't really talk about, you know, family stuff and mom stuff on this podcast because it's about me. But I feel like, Maybe traveling stuff because I do talk about cultural differences between Japan and the rest of the world. I think it would be interesting to compare about how travel is like with different countries, as if you have a kid, or even if you don't have a kid, it'll be like a good experience of I can share. So maybe I'll be talking about this. But this week and next week, I will be having an episode out. I'll be talking about reflection of this past month. And what happened during the whole month? It's kind of like a summary of what happened this past month when I went to Thailand and India. And I usually like to tie it to, you know, how to be yourself and how different it is comparing with Japan and other countries and kind of share what's going on about what I noticed. From traveling. So, I think it's going to be like an interesting topic for people to kind of listen to. Hopefully, you might like it.、Um, it's not going to be just like travel and up talking about travel and、uh, what exactly I did or every detail about traveling, which is fine. But I feel like those things you probably rather. Sh- See it from looking at pictures and sharing that, which I probably do that on my social media. If you're not following me on social media, they're listed in the show notes. So please take a look at that because I do post, <laughs> I should be posting frequently, but I do post what's going on in my life there too. Okay, so let's get to today's topic. And today's topic is, um, We're not talking about Thailand or India. We're talking about United States. For those of you who are new, I lived in the United States before. And why I don't want to visit the United States for vacation anymore. 
And even living is something that I before I wanted to live in U.S. for a long time. But while I've been traveling, I'm thinking,、hmm, maybe this is not a place for me to go. So、um, let me just give you a background about my life. I'm a third culture kid. I am Indian, born in Japan, lived in Japan and United States. So I. I am Indian. I have Indian passport, but I just never lived there. So, for United States, I lived in US for 12 years. And when I was living in US, I actually never really left the country. I've always stayed in US, except for once when my dad had to renew his visa because we were on a dependent visa. We actually took a vacation to Japan. So, I haven't gone back to Japan since I left for the United States. So, it's been like at that time, it was what, six, seven years since I left Japan to the United States. Got our visa and made it into a vacation. But other than that, for the whole 12 years, I've never left the United States. So,、um, for obviously, because you're a child, even when I was a college student, I just never left. Because Indian passport is not very strong. So, when you're talking about being strong and weak passport, it's how good of a relationship you your country has to another country. So, for Indians, the relationship is not that strong. So, you can't just go to another country and they will let you in.、Um, you have to get a permission from. The government of whatever country it is and get a visa. So you have to be able to, you know, let them know that, hey, I'm going for vacation. I'm not going to be, you know, illegally moving there or I'm going to be coming back to my country and all that paperwork that you need to give, you know, how much money you have and all that stuff. Then they give you like an okay for 30 days or 60 days or whatever days. Or that's just like for vacation purpose. Um, for most people, if you're living there for you know, work or even student, then obviously you go through that in any countries. So, for Indians,、um, we're only allowed to enter visa free. So, like, you can just go to a country and show up.、Um, 26 countries and 33 countries with visa on arrival. So, for visa on arrival, you still need a permission, but you don't have to go through an embassy. Through whatever country you live in, you can just show up to that country and then they give you a visa. You have to show some paperwork and pay some money. But so 26 countries visa free, 33 countries visa arrival.、Um, so when I was living in the US for college, I was living in San Diego, California. And it's a very quick trip to go to Mexico.、Um, I think it was around like what? 20 minutes, 30 minutes just driving from San Diego, and you can see the Mexican border. A lot of people they will go to Mexico, you know, the food is cheap and great. Tacos, I love tacos. I don't know if you like Mexican food. So, even though you people go and I wanted to go and you know, eat the local tacos, I will need to get a permission like a visa for just even a quick trip. and Not only just like going by land or plane, even like on a cruise ship, there are a lot of friends. They go on a cruise from California to Mexico, it's like a three day, five day trip. But even with that,、um, 
you don't need a visa, but you have to be able to have all the paperwork of you that you're legal to stay in the U.S. And I all at that time because I was a dependent visa, I didn't have the paperwork with me. I will. I think my mom had it, so I just can't really ask them like, "Oh, hey, I need this paperwork because I'm going on a vacation." So I just never really able to explore outside the country. But when I came back to Japan for my grad school,、um, that's when I started traveling abroad a lot more. Partially because I had more opportunities, and also because now I'm working, I have more money. So this was eight years ago, nine years ago. Sorry, almost nine years ago. My friend from high school was living in Taiwan at the time. And when I found out that Indians and other Southeast Asians, if you're listening to this, if you have、um, a visa to certain countries such as U.S.、Uh, Schengen visa, U.K., Japan, Korea, Singapore, all those like visa, you can actually apply online a Taiwan government website, and then you just have to print it out and make sure you have a return ticket. And you can go into the country without getting a visa, which is what I did.、Um, I just didn't know about this, so I heard it from someone. And when I found out about this, I just immediately booked a direct flight from where I lived. My university town had like a direct flight to Taipei, so that was really nice.、Um, you know, I'm. Still shocked that I was able to go on this trip. I think it's like one of my favorite vacations that I've done because、um, I don't know Chinese, and because my friend was working,、um, he was only able to hang out with me for maybe thirty percent of the time. So like seventy percent of the time, I was actually alone. I was doing going to restaurants alone. I was、um, like walking to parks, and I like walking, so I would just like put on my headphones and just walk. And、um, I only explored north side of Taiwan, like Taipei, Jiaofen, Keelung. And with just like the one week trip, I learned so much, and I actually enjoy traveling alone. Like I don't like tr- doing the whole. Backpacking style, you know, I need to have someone there at、um, the destination I'm in. I could just travel on the plane alone and stuff, but I would like to have someone there. But I also had the chance to kind of travel by myself because I've never done this before, and I had so much fun. And I was fortunate enough to actually had my、uh, graduate school. Pay for some of、um, you know trips like symposium seminars to different countries, and the countries that I've been to were South Korea, Malaysia, and Scotland. So for th- those three countries, I actually needed to get visa, but because I was going through a university, you know, technically aka business,、um, university gave me everything that I needed, so I never have to worry about. You know, not being rejected or just have the proper documents ready.、Um, I had no issues with that.、Um, those three countries, it was fortunate. I am grateful that the university let me go to these countries because I don't think I would have ever gone by myself. You know, maybe because now that I've been to these countries, I can expect what's what's good about them. So in the future, I can take my family there. You know. 
So the couple disappointing things that I have from these trips were um, for Malaysia. So because we were in Johor, um, we were actually in the south side of Malaysia, where I um, was right close to Singapore. So my Japanese friends, they were able to go to um, Singapore by land, um, just hop on, like kind of like going from San Diego to Mexico. But for me, because I had a single entry visa and I also need a visa to go to Singapore, I was not able to go to Singapore. <laughs> so that was kind of sad, you know, I will, wanted to see Singapore because that's not a nice place to, for, to go and also, um, when I was in Scotland, I had a layover in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. And when I was buying chocolate at Duty Free, there were the girl that was there, um, the, at the cashier, she would actually ask me why I'm going to Japan with an Indian passport. Like, you know, I don't understand why people at the duty-free has to ask that because they're not immigration. So I was kind of annoyed, but if I say something stupid, then obviously they're going to get mad, right? They're going to call someone. So they just asked unnecessary question, I thought. So I felt kind of annoyed with me. And I, I felt a little bit annoyed. And also like um, when I was going into UK, I was with my Japanese colleagues and the Japanese people, the immigration, they were so much nicer. They were just like, oh, hey, here, welcome. But for me, they asked me so many questions, like, why were you in the U.S. and blah, blah, blah. So I don't understand why they have to be rude, you know. <laughs> okay, so um, now if you are new, um, I am married to a Japanese person. I have a child and he's also Japanese. So um, while I was talked about Indian passport and how many countries can go visa-free, Japan holds the strongest passport in the world, actually. So Japanese people, they have access to 193 countries without needing a visa. So they can just show up to the country and then show you about Japanese passport and say, here you go, let me in, and they let you in. So for them, they get to, you know, go basically anywhere. But for me, I have to kind of choose what countries to go vacation because, for example, if I want to go to U.S. or Europe or all these like other countries, you need to go to the, you have to basically buy your ticket, your flight ticket, your hotel itinerary, you have to show your bank statement, uh, you need like, I think, work and employment certificate or just all that stuff just to go on vacation. So I have to plan things ahead then go to the embassy probably takes a month to get a stamp on your passport saying that, oh you're allowed to go to these countries so it takes a time and we have to be careful with which countries to go to so for now so far we have visited you know thailand for me it's visa arrival maldives maldives is also visa arrival for me and india because i'm a citizen together as a family so we're thinking about going to Europe sometime next year. Um, so we will need to kind of plan ahead and make sure, you know, I have all my documents and ready for the visa situation. Okay, so now I've talked about the whole thing with my history about traveling and visa. Let me talk about today's topic about the United States. So um, as I mentioned earlier, um, because I grew up in U.S., um, I 
you would think that I want to go back and you know visit my friends and stuff. But I just don't want to go to US for a vacation for a long time. And um in and on top of going for a vacation, I don't know if I really want to move back to US for a long-term purpose. Uh, my husband and I, we met in U.S. and we like U.S. because at least for me, the language, the culture, diversity is there. So we want to like leave the Japan, we want to leave Japan and move somewhere f- for diverse life, better work-life balance, and also like better education for kids. And U.S. is one option, right? And for me, I know I will adjust easily and it's comfortable, but... For some reason, because I've been traveling to different countries in the past almost 10 years, I don't know if I really want to go to the U.S. to live and even for vacation. So let me talk about why in like details. So the first reason is um, it's cheaper to visit different countries. So flights are very expensive, right? It's getting worse and worse. So when I was in India, I found a flight ticket that my mom saved and it happened to be my first flight as a baby. So apparently my parents, my mom actually flew business with me when I was like, what, nine months old? And it actually has like the price of the ticket on it. And when I looked at the same flight today, it costs 10 times more than what it was 30 years ago. 10 times (laughs) so you know it's obviously inflation and different issues with um, what's going in the world and fuel charges surcharges very expensive now expensive now so um however living in japan because it's in asia there are so many different countries that you can visit and that has like a lower cost of living like for example southeast south asian countries they have a lowest cost of standard standard of living so the flight all you have to pay do is like pay for a flight just even like mostly it's under 10 hours just to get to these countries and you can go to any asian countries some of them also have low, low cost low cost carrier options so you don't even have to spend you know, spend a fortune on these flights and get these, go to these countries. So it's like cheaper with food, you no know, um, accommodation and even flights. So you can actually budge, have like a budget friendly vacation from Asia. And from United States, you know, when you're living in US, going to US is also very expensive. There's no low cost carrier flights. And all cost of living is cheaper, so like everything is gonna be expensive. And if you live in US, I feel like if you go to different countries from US, it's also quite expensive. And Mexico is like one place that's obviously cheaper, but I feel like the places that you go to, because you know Mexico is kind of dangerous, you go to these touristic places and tourism, they hike up the price a lot for people like Americans. Second thing is that you can get American stuff everywhere now in the world. 
Um, before, you know, when I first moved to the U.S., I had, I was not used to changing uh, my lifestyles. For example, oh, I needed to have certain types of lotion, certain types of face wash, and just anything, your know, hair products, all that stuff. But now,、um, Japan is just a little bit different. I feel like Japan, most people just don't really like using foreign stuff, like American stuff. I think Korean stuff is now into now, but American stuff is not really there. But recently, when I went to Thailand,、uh, my Thai grad school friend took me to one of the biggest malls in Bangkok. And I've noticed there are so many different foreign brands here, not just you know, cosmetics, but even clothes and、um, food. So just Japan is a country where you don't really see that often, but other countries they have so many options, American stuff. So obviously, because it's imported, the price is slightly higher, but when you're spending less money on food, lodge, and transportation, It will not really make like a huge dent in your vacation fund. So I feel like I don't need to go to US to buy US stuff. I can go to another country to buy US stuff. And when I, and next thing is that I, what I mentioned earlier is I just don't want to vacation in the US just to see friends. So I do miss my friends in US, but if I go back for vacation, I don't want to allocate certain days just to see friends. I feel like it's such a waste of time because you know, I'm only getting certain days of work and I don't want to just go to California and not see something new, you know, just see friends. And I just feel like that's exhausting. I rather go to places that I've never been to. I feel like California, there's just everything now in other parts of the world. Like, it's just for nostalgia. And well, one day maybe I would like to do that. I'd rather visit somewhere that I've actually never been in the US either. And if they're my true friends, I will just tell them, hey, please come here and then let's just hang out, you know? Um, if I ever go back to the US, to be honest, I would like to visit the Northeast during the fall time because、um, I talked about this in my previous podcast. Fall is the best time. Japan has really nice fall season, and I want to experience that in the US because it's a little bit different. And maybe I have a friend in New York, I will probably visit New York. I've never been to New York, so other than that, I just don't really want to really vacation in. California. Like, California is great, but、mm, not really to see friends. I mean, if you're my friend in US, California, just、um, when I go to US, let's go on a vacation somewhere. Last thing I want to talk about is、um, I don't want to be stuck as an immigrant for 10 plus years. So, this is about me living long term. So, I, like I said, I miss living in the US. I want to live again, but it's just、um, when you think about it, you know, being on Working visa for a long time, not knowing if you're going to get like a green card, you know, permanent residency. Because we've heard horror, horror stories about immigrants with working visa companies, they just treat you horrible and they're underpaid. And I just don't really want to deal with that. If you want to work for、um, American companies, there are so many options. In different parts of the world, like American companies, but develop different c o u n t r y where 
and the work-life balance is better, pay is better, benefits are better, and you still get the freedom, you know. So this whole working visa under U.S., you know, people move to the U.S. to have an American dream, but there's just not really a freedom because you're tied to that company. And when you get laid off, well, guess who they're going to fire first? The immigrants, because there's just too much to deal with with the whole immigration stuff. So I just don't really like want to deal with that. I feel, and you know, why live in the U.S. where you can thrive in another country? So um, let me summarize this. You know, this is kind of like me living in the U.S. before, uh, lived in U.S. before, and thinking about why I don't want to really live in the U.S. anymore. And there are so many other opportunities. So if you're like a non-American and thinking about living in the U.S., please do consider the options if you really want to stay long-term because it might look so glamorous, but it's really difficult to live in the U.S. Um, maybe your company you know, might be lucky and they might be able to give you that residency. That's great, but you know, you're going to be working hard for so many years with not knowing what's going on in the future because I've seen this with my dad and I feel like things are not changing so if you're an American and you're really not happy with living in the U.S. um, listen to me and there's so many opportunities abroad especially in Japan now things are changing a little bit if you work for like a foreign company you don't need Japanese to be honest and so many companies where you don't really need to learn Japanese. So it's a good opportunity to have a foreign person, American, or any other country to actually live in Japan too. And not just Japan, other places in Asia and the rest of the world too. So you should take a chance, you know. Anyways, I hope you like this topic. And I will see you next time. Bye!